Hello, everyone, and welcome to Watch and Walk podcast with Ebenezer. This podcast aims at inspiring you to trust in God and obey His Word every day. Be edified as you listen to this exhortation. Hello, friend. My name is Ebenezer, and I believe you are doing well by God's grace. This month, my interaction with Bible characters is featuring Moses. The role of Moses is played by Dr. Matt Snowden, who is the pastor of First Baptist Church in Waco, Texas, and an adjunct professor at Baylor Stewart Seminary in Waco, Texas. In this first part of my conversation with Moses, I ask him about his background and his call narrative. Please listen to this one. Prophet Moses, uh, thank you for thank you for joining me for watching our podcast. Thank you so much. It's a privilege to be here. All right. Um, let me f- first um, ask you about yourself. Um, who is Moses? <laughs> it's a great question, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so I, I I have an Egyptian name. It sounds like a Hebrew name. Uh, so I, I'm, I kind of started out my life a bit confused uh, as I was in between multiple worlds. I was born to a Hebrew family in a time of great conflict. Uh, my people were in Egypt and there was this um, law that was pronounced that the boys needed to be uh, killed at birth, uh, put aside, exposed and uh, my parents were very concerned about that, so I was placed in a box. I mean, it's just a storage box they had around the uh, had around the house, and uh, they covered it with some things and and put me out in the in the water in the Nile in the Nile River, and uh, I was um, I was there. Uh, desperate parents, desperate times, and I had a sister, and she was down at the river, and. Um, I thank God every day that the daughter of the Pharaoh, one of his many daughters, uh, was there in the river and heard, heard me screaming my little lungs out and, uh, and, and had her servant get the basket out. And as she told me later, as I was growing up, as, as soon as she saw me, she fell in love with me and, uh, and named me and, my sister was was there, and she's smart as a whip, and she jumped into action and and made arrangements for my own mother, uh, my birth mother, to care to care for me and and nurse me when I was a baby, and and I so that I was raised by my Egyptian mom, mm-hmm. and that's how my life started. It was, um, you know, a, a lot of Bible stories. We're here to talk about where I fit in that uh, a lot of, a lot of times in the Bible, people's names are changed when they have profound uh, experiences. I, I suppose my profound experience was on the first days of my life, first years mm-hmm. of my life, because my name never changed later when God would address me, mm-hmm. he would address me, Moses, Moses, the same name, my Egyptian mom named me. So, okay. Wow. So that that name followed me all the way through. Okay. Uh, to this day. Wow. Okay. Thank you very much um, for that information. And your sister, you're talking about Miriam, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I had her on this program, and it was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, she's quite a lady. <laughs> uh, my, my my sister's quite a lady. 
I mean, uh, on her good days, they're great. On her bad days, they're big. I mean, she's she's bold. Uh, <laughs> I love her. Uh, All we, right. we had our moments. I mean, we 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 we. Sh- she got mad at me a few times. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. that's that's sisters for you. You know. Yeah, she told me about that. <laughs> okay, so um, tell us about your upbringing um, in the uh, palace of um, Pharaoh. And so yeah, okay, yeah, that's uh, that's quite a deal. So I I lived with a couple of worlds, right? So. Um, being in in the palace now, now uh, Pharaoh, multiple daughters. I mean, many of them uh, came through marriages of allegiance or alliance, and um, so I didn't have really a lot of interaction with with the Pharaoh uh, per se. Uh, I, I, his daughter, however, uh, I knew well, and uh, and I had all the privileges that would come uh, with with the kind of life that I, I walked into a uh, great education. Um, I learned all the ways. I mean, I had multiple languages, um, just the culture of, of Egypt. But I, I also had this sort of ongoing um, education in the ways of the Hebrew people. Um, mm. So there was a bit of access back and forth. And so uh, I had a I had a, a complicated growing up, um, mm. and um, as many people do, I, I certainly did. And you know, when I when I can look back on it, I, I see the wisdom of of the great God we serve. Um, mm. But mm. you know, as a kid, as a teenager, it could be kind of kind of trying and confusing. Wow, trying and confusing. Uh, when I read your story, one thing that fascinates me is the way you were able to guard your identity even in a foreign land and um, even kept you still connected to your own people even when they were being oppressed I I, I find it really intriguing but I'm going to go uh, to that right now and I I read some part of your story that talks about you moving to Median yes yes and uh I want to find out how did you end up in Median? Somebody in a palace, such a uh, very nice, you know, comfortable place. Right. So, um, yeah, as I as I grew uh, into a man, I, I began to have these deeper feelings toward uh, the Hebrew people, and uh, I had a sort of a, an awareness of what was going on in their lives. And I, I saw the bitterness of much of their lives. Uh, now, I also saw some of their friendships and their, and their lives and their families and um, their large measure resilience, but, but just, just the bitterness of, of their life. And, uh, and I began to spend more time uh, with, with them. Uh, making friends and listening to stories and and being present in the, in their lives. And one day I was uh, I was there, uh, essentially on the construction site on the job site, and uh, I saw one of our Egyptian masters, taskmasters, just beating one of these men. Mm. Um, it just overwhelmed me. Wow. And. Um, you know, I found a time later, and and I went and I essentially avenged his death. 
And I thought, you know, maybe I would be the one who would do something about this problem. I mean, somebody, this was a problem and someone needed to do something about it. And I began to, to feel the stirring that maybe that person was me. And, um, and so I, I tried to do something the best way I knew to do it. And, uh, and, and I did, and it, it just sort of all fell apart because, uh, not long after that, two of the Hebrew men were fighting with each other. And I thought, maybe not only uh, the Avenger, but also the mediator. Maybe I could mm. have some leadership role in their lives and that they would, I could, I mean, I've got some privilege. I've got some background. I, I've got, you know, I've got some education. Maybe, maybe they would look maybe up to me and, and maybe they would allow me to help fix some of the problems. I mean, they've been deprived of the things that I've been given. Um, maybe I'm the guy to help them with their challenges. And, and so I, I tried to mediate this fight between these these two men, <laughs> and I was just so disappointed because uh, instead of um, allowing me to, <laughs> uh, they just just angrily pushed me aside and dismissed me. And they're like, "Oh, you want to you want to treat us like you treated the the Egyptian leader? Yes, you know, recently. I mean, you, <laughs> and and they just were having none of it. And and so I was. I was overwhelmed. I, I was overwhelmed with failure, um, depression, defeat. I, I, this was the first time in my life that I tried to do something really decidedly for someone else. And in two different occasions, uh, back to back, uh, I, I just, uh, it didn't work. It did, it did not work out. And it was clear that I wasn't the, the man for this job. I wasn't the guy for this. And and I felt like I wasn't truly Egyptian. I felt like I wasn't accepted or completely Hebrew. I, uh, you talk about I guarded my identity. I, I didn't know what my identity was, really. Hmm. I mean, I, uh, I thought I did. Uh, but then, you know, my thoughts just led me to, so I just took off and uh, I ran uh, essentially for my life. And um, and that's what initially brought me to, to Midian and, wow. and, and a new, totally new season, new mm. season of my life. Wow. New season of your life indeed. Wow. Um, okay. So now you get to Midian and then what happens? Well, you know, I thought that I would leave my problems behind when I went to Midian. And I almost immediately found out that uh, problems are just everywhere. Mm-hmm. And as, as, as I mean, it wasn't long after I, I got there that there were these uh, young women that were being mistreated by these um, ranchers, really, these uh, animal husbandry guys. I mean, they're out there trying to, young women trying to take care of their animals and and these guys are harassing them and treating them bad. And so, uh, you know, I had this just anger about it. I'm like, why is it that everywhere I go, somebody is mistreating someone else? Why Why are these strong people taking advantage of these people who seem to be more vulnerable? And it, I just was livid. And um, so I, you know, I just ran on. I was just nothing but anger in me. So I just ran them off. And uh hmm. I, I, I saved the, I guess you'd say I saved the women and, uh, and they went back and told their dad, uh, 
about it. And uh, they said, hey, this Egyptian guy redeemed us. This, there's, We have this re- Egyptian redeemer out here. And uh, he said, well, go get him. Let's have some dinner. <laughs> so yeah, of course. Yeah, that's, so a good, he, that's a good reward. <laughs> yeah, the dad, the dad was grateful. So he said, go get the guy, you know, go get him. And so they they do, and uh, well, we we had a great night, and uh, and that opened a door into a whole new world, and so I was accepted in, I was welcomed in, uh, I was I, I found family, I found purpose, I found um, in Jethro, who would become my father-in-law, I found a mentor, a teacher, a guide. Uh, someone I I love and respect. Um, mm. uh, uh, everything that I was hungering for, yeah, you know, uh, I, I wanted. It seemed like I found in mm. in this Midian. this Midian. Yeah, yeah Midian. the right, the, the, the nice, very nice community. And yeah. so, um, now walk us through your call narrative. Uh, how yeah. did God call you? And, uh, also, what was your what was your response, your probably initial response, and everything? Like, I want to, I really want to find out more about that. Well, you know, I, I sort of started out with the story of just just massive failure. I, so I'd blown it uh, in my attempt to help the Hebrew people in Egypt. Uh, I just messed up, and then life was pleasant, really, for a, for a good long while, and things. Um, we're going well. And I was, I was pleased. And, you know, then, you know, I learned that God will interrupt your life, just Hmm. interrupt your life. And that the goal of life is not to have everything that the world tells you, you need, you know, I mean, I had family, I Hmm. had uh, meaningful work, I had Hmm. um, ethical life, I had, you know, all these things. Um, and that should have been enough. I mean, in in the view of my neighbors, it's enough. But I mean, there is God, right? And God is real. And mm. uh, I, I I learned that, and I had a longing, I think, in my heart. But then I had this encounter uh, with with us and with God. I was on the backside of the nowhere. You know, I'm out there just minding my business, working my animals. And there is this bush that's on fire that's not burning up. It's just this crazy thing. And um, and so I go over to it like you would go over to it, right? It's just something out of the ordinary. And so I went over there and uh, and man, it, it I was being encountered by 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 the Lord, by God. And, um, and this is what I heard. Moses, Moses. Not once, but twice. Moses, Moses. And I knew immediately that this is someone who knew me and loved hmm. me and had a had something for me. Hmm. And so I be, began to engage uh, and talk and listen. And I learned that God wanted me to go back back to Egypt. Things had changed in Egypt. and But the Hebrews were still in a bind and they had called out to God and he was sending me back, and um, it was a shocking and overwhelming call, friend. I don't know what to say. I, I just, I was undone. I, I, as as much as it was awesome, it was frightening. 
and mm. um and i just did not feel like i could do it and to be honest with you i i really didn't want to mm. it's not something i wanted to do i didn't feel like i knew enough about god i didn't know what to tell people uh i didn't think they would believe me i didn't have the confidence that i had enough strength i have always been uncomfortable talking um uh, particularly in front of other people uh, not all that great at it i just didn't want to go <laughs> um so that's how the call started. It, wow. Again, it, it, you know, it's one of those things. It, yeah. I, I yeah. wish I looked. I wish I looked better in the scene, you know, in the story. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I, I but, just did. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's natural. I mean, you you said it was frightening. You can I I could imagine. I could just imagine you thinking about even the situation in Egypt, how it yeah. would look like. And uh, first time with that kind of experience, you, I was I would just imagine I'm, I I. I'm I'm sure it was it was a tough one but God spoke to your weaknesses. What did yeah. he say? Well, I mean the thing he kept saying, he kept saying over and over again is that I will be with you. I I I will be with you. I will go with you. Uh, my my hand will deliver. Look in your hand. What's in it? And the thing that I put in your hand, it will become a symbol of power for you. Uh, God just kept saying over and over again that you're you're making this all about you, really, you're, and the fears you have, or you're not going to be able to do it. And He said, "Look, I I want you to to be with me because I'm going to be with you, and you're going to be um, a human instrument of my work and my power." Uh, he revealed His name. He said, "I am who I am. I, I will be who I will be." Uh, you know, God is is bigger than we can imagine, but mm-hmm. He also reveals Himself in in His actions. And He said, "Look, I'll, you'll know Me through My actions." Mm. And he said, "This is what I will do." And um, at one point, He got mad at me, and because <laughs> I was just like, "I don't want to go. I don't want to go." And, and He got mad, mm. and I, I knew He was serious about this. Mm. And He said, "Okay." Uh, you don't you don't want to be the one to go i'll send somebody else i'll send your brother he goes but you're going too and so he's like yeah i'll send somebody else but you're not out of this and uh and that's that's just kind of how he did me and uh, he said you know you'll be the ears he'll be the mouth i'll, I'll send a team of you out uh mm. but god god worked with me uh mm. and continually reaffirmed okay that, that he would be with me he would wow. be and okay. uh, and this kept going on. I mean, when I got down to Egypt, when I me- immediately got there, I mean, it was like the Hebrews wouldn't listen to me, the, the Egyptians wouldn't listen to me. And I was just like, God, I mean, I don't know what to do here. I mean, I, you know, and he's like, I will be with you. He said, nevertheless, he said, I don't speak well. You know, he start, I started up this deal again with God. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like this record that just kept coming out of my mouth, all of my fears and all of my frustrations and all of my um issues with am i competent enough i mean it just kept coming out and 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 nevertheless god just said you gotta go speak you gotta Mm -hmm. you gotta declare the liberty of Mm -hmm. the slaves yeah wow he just was stubborn god was stubborn 
Yeah. <laughs> you, you you thought you were giving excuses what you were trying to be stubborn. God was like like I, I can do I can go one better. I can do yeah. more than that. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah, you can't out stubborn the Lord, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I believe this part of my conversation with Moses was a blessing to you. Please make a date with me next week for the second part. Until then, may God bless your meditation on this one in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Watch and Walk Podcast with Ebenezer. Watch and Walk Podcast comes to you this and every Wednesday. To get notifications of new episodes, please subscribe. This podcast is brought to you by Watch and Walk Ministry. Visit us at watchandwalk.org to learn more about this ministry. God bless you.